Hello and welcome to the Stitch Safari podcast, a sprightly and upbeat expedition into the alluringly appealing ambrosial world of stitch, sewing and embroidery. Each fortnight I'll trek through and discover the utilitarian, the decorative, the quirky and the just plain fun world that comprises the art of the needle. What is it about a simple stitch that captivates a worldwide following of adoration? It's an area of creativity where you can plunder the past or leap directly into the future. In a world where so much emphasis is placed on fast, fast cars, fast food, fast fashion and even fast technology, this is one area of endeavour where the complete opposite is its unique appeal. The slow stitch movement can attest to that. So together... Let's savour this rewardingly sustaining world of embellishment, adornment, construction, repurposing and ornamentation, one stitch at a time. My name's Cathy Jack Copeland and I'm the Stitch Safari Expedition Leader. I'm an Australian textile artist, teacher, judge, blogger and stitch enthusiast whose work in contemporary machine stitch became my business. I invite you to join me on this excursion into the wonderful world of Stitch. I know there are scores of people who are just as excited and captivated by Stitch and embroidery as I am. I want to pay homage to the art of the Stitch, its history and usage in a factual yet ever so light-hearted way. It has to be enjoyable. I'm offering a community of knowledge and inspiration via the Stitch Safari podcast supported by my brand new Facebook page of the same name. It's a great way for me to give back to an occupation and industry I love. I want to delight in a stitch related world brimming with history, design, colour and technique to inform, entertain and hopefully whet your appetite for more. There'll be a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Embroidery is such a bountiful and enticing topic, so there's an abundance of trekking options available to us. What's not to be underestimated, though, uh, in this amazing journey are the infinite possibilities Stitch has to offer. From the sweetly simple, intricately complex, softly subtle or brashly in your face, whether life-sustaining or decorative, Stitch touches the rich as well as the poor. From world royalty to fashion catwalks, from ecclesiastical robes and regalia to the latest millinery modelling, right up to beautiful cultural textile work, Stitch has the ability to evoke emotion and memory, leaving evidence of our existence and identity. And let's not forget the input of a stitch-related lexicon, along with the amazingly beautiful myths and legends from all around the globe, right down to the quirky customs and even, sometimes silly, superstitions. It's not the call of the wild we're dealing with here on this safari, but the age-old primal call of the needle. Bear with me while I travel back in time to prehistory. Imagine huddling in a wind-blasted, icy-cold cave. Outside it's sleeting. The noise bounces off the damply, darkly sheltering walls. But there's a resource right there just waiting to be utilised. 
and I'm talking about the animal skins left over from meal prep. It's not a huge stretch to see how our paleo forebears joined the dots to cover their bodies with these animal hides. They needed to keep warm to survive and that's what life was all about for them. Survival. I do the same, believe me. But the amazing life-changing revelation here was the development of a small implement with an opening or eye at the top, allowing some form of sinew or something that could be termed as thread to pass through. In an article published in Sapiens magazine in 2019, Jacob Pagano writes, Last year in a cave above the Inya River's middle reaches, scientists discovered 20,000-year-old sewing needles. Despite their prehistoric origin, the needles are sophisticated. Not only are they sharp enough to perforate thick animal hides, they possess a needle eye, which would have allowed early tailors to thread the needle and sew. The combination of a needle and thread here was epic, enabling lacing, stitching and the fabrication of, wait for it, clothing. Scientists know a little about early clothing fabrication through the study of lice. Yes, those early animal skins weren't without their little friends and they were happy to transfer themselves to humans. The evolution of the sewing needle as we know it appears as far back as 45,000 years ago in Siberia and China and that makes perfect sense because it can get so cold there. Skins plus needle and string or thread equals clothing and warmth. It's a simple equation for survival when you really think about it. So what's changed now I'm back in the present day? A ton of technology would be the simple answer. However, no matter how hard we try, we can't get past the fact that a needle and thread is still used to this very day. And that simple act of stitching and embroidery would definitely be recognisable by our paleo ancestors. Now that's pretty amazing. And believe it or not, they wanted to look good too. Francesco de Erico, an anthropologist at the University of Bordeaux in France, states, Many of the needles we discovered were not simply used to manufacture clothes, but for embroidery and ornaments. There was an aesthetic role. So just stop here a moment and imagine, in a life of survival for the fittest, Paleo Man and his mates took the time to sit and decorate their clothing with stitch. We really aren't doing anything different now, are we? So with all the technology in the world, we're doing pretty much what our paleo forefathers did almost 45,000 years ago. Perhaps stitch became a valued and valuable art form for them, a way to communicate some sort of order or hierarchy within their groups and tribes. And just like us, they wanted to look good too. Even Paleo Man understood the power and beauty of a single stitch repeated over and over and over again. This stitch safari odyssey will comprise the art of both hand and machine stitch, touring across contemporary and traditional techniques and innovations. Nothing's out of bounds here as I trek through the rich bounty stitch has to offer. And believe me, there's a super abundance of topics to delve into. I'm planning to investigate how stitch has been used culturally, religiously, 
militarily, in activism, repurposing and recycling, and also in fashion. And it's not just about women's fashion here. Men had more than a little input into this area as well. I've been fortunate over the years to meet and work with a number of talented champions of stitch, embroidery and textiles. I'm hoping many will agree to be guests on the Stitch Safari podcast, offering you an opportunity to examine their lives in stitch and textiles. Honestly, I'm in awe of the work these people do. We all have something to offer, so I'm really very excited, so stay tuned. Well, that's a brief overview of the planned itinerary for the Stitch Safari podcast. Thread your way to include Stitch Safari into your listening schedule and drop in and like the Stitch Safari podcast Facebook page to keep up to date and informed. I'll add a resource page relating to each show so you can dig a little deeper if you want to. It's also a place where you can add your ideas and suggestions for future episode topics as well. Thanks for taking the time to listen. I really appreciate it. Please mention the Stitch Safari fortnightly podcast to your friends so we can make this uh, trek together and form a Stitch Safari community. Woohoo! Join me next time when I'll be talking more about the development and migration of the humble hand sewing needle. It's a fascinating topic and only here on the Stitch Safari podcast. So join me. I'd love to have you on board. Until our next Stitch Safari, why not pick up a needle and thread and revel in the pure pleasure and mindful gratification only stitching can offer and say hi to our paleo ancestors. Okay, bye for now.